And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. You lost your magic. They knocked you off your game. Your Carlness went right out the window. What's with this Carlness? It's not even a, a real word. It's a conjunction, a preposition. It's a philosophy, a way of life. It's your name with Miss attached to it. Bob, listen to me. If you'd have done what I asked you to and come in my dressing room before the show, you'd have known that you weren't supposed to come out here until I introduced you. Jack, I tried to get into your dressing room, but I didn't have a nickel. I understand you're pretty funny as a DJ, and comedy is a kind of hobby of mine. Although, actually, it's a little more than just a hobby. Reader's Digest is considering publishing two of my jokes. Really? Yeah. From Hollywood, it's time now for... Money Dollar. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the adept Lisa Wolf. In this hour, it's an exciting drama on John Steele Adventurer, starring Don Douglas from 1950. But first, Lisa Wolf Dillon is our lyricist for Learning the Lyrics. Lisa will read popular song lyrics. I'll try to name the song while you play along at home. Right, Lisa? You got it, Carl. So this edition is songs with a question in the title. So before we start, I have to ask Mike his prediction. He's usually pretty good at this. Two out of three. Two. Do you have a particular one that you are against? I think that that number one is going to be maybe too slow for him. Okay. But you think the other two? Hmm. I think the other two he will... Get rather quickly. Mm. Okay. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, let's go with that. Wow. Okay. Right. Let's, let's see what happens. Goes. Here's number one, the slower one. Okay. Okay. I know your eyes in the morning sun. I know your eyes in the morning sun. I feel you touch me in the pouring rain. If you touch me in the pouring rain. And the moment that you wander and the far from that me. You wander far from me. I want to feel you in I my feel arms you again. In my arms again. And you come to me on a summer breeze. Come to me. On a summer breeze, <laughs> Keep feeling me warm, warm in your, your love, love, then you softly it's leave. It's a Bee Gees soon. It's Bee Gees uh, song. <laughs> and it's me. How deep is your love? It's your love. How deep is your love? Your eyes in the morning sun. I feel you touch me in the morning rain. And the moment that you wonder, I want to feel you in my arms again And you come to me on a summer's breeze Keep me warm in your love Then you softly leave And it's me you need to show How deep is your love? There it is. Your love, how deep is your love? I mean, you are love. a huge Bee Gees fan. I really so. need your love <laughs> you got about half of the words, but you got the song. <laughs> I got one out of yeah. uh, one out of one so far. One out of one. That's a great record. Maybe we should just stop right here and let's, end it. Let's just stop. <laughs> let's just end it right here. <laughs> All wow. right. Well, it's a great start. I think right. you're going to do really well. Okay. All right. Next. All right. She sits alone. She waiting, sits alone. Waiting for suggestions. Sits alone, waiting for suggestions. He's so nervous. He's so nervous. Avoiding all the avoiding questions. Avoiding all the questions. It's a Rolling Stones tune. Her lips right? are dry. 
Her lips are dry. Her oh, heart is um, oh no, maybe it's pounding. maybe it's um, Rod Stewart. Don't you just know exactly what they're thinking? That's, it's it's Rod Stewart. Exactly what they're thinking. If yeah. you really need me. If you really need me. Just reach just out and touch, touch me. me. Come yeah. on, honey. Come on, honey. Tell me so. Tell me so. Tell me so, baby. Yeah. He's acting shy. He's acting shy. Looking for Looking an answer. Looking for answers. Come on, honey. Come on, honey. Let's spend the night together. Let's spend the night together. Now, hold on a minute before we go much further. Mm-hmm. Give me a dime. Give me a so dime. So I can phone my mother. Fucking phone my mother. They catch a cab they to his high-rise apartment. To his high-rise apartment. At last he can tell her exactly what his heart meant. If you want my body and you think I'm sexy, come on, baby, show me some. What? Let's hear it. Something like that. (laughs) Something like that. Open your eyes. Touch me. Come on. Tell me so. Tell me so, baby. Wow. Good one. Two. Out two out of two. Of well, you're definitely going to get the last one. So this you know might that? be a three out of a three night because I know. That's definitely Rod Stewart there. Yes, it is. It's definitely not the Rolling Stones. But you 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 pulled it together. Yeah. Here's the last song. Wait, let me take a Prevagen. Hang okay, on. Okay, I don't think you need it. I think you're Hang doing on. really well on your own. <laughs> let me take a Prevagen and I need okay. to clean my palate. Must you do this while we wait? Clear my palate a little bit. <laughs> you need to clear I, something I, out. Hang <laughs> on, I got I was gonna I was a little you're a little what for clumped? <laughs> I was just like, you know, a little bit excited. A little pretty excited because I have excited. two. You're excited. Two out of two. Okay. All right, here we right? go. Right? Yeah. Isn't she wonderful? Isn't she wonderful? Isn't she precious? Isn't she precious? Less than one minute old. Less than one minute old. I never thought I through never love thought we'd be. The love would be. Making one as making lovely one as she. As lovely as she. And isn't she lovely made from love? It's a big night. Hollywood 360. I want to get the applause. Isn't she wonderful? Isn't she precious? You know that all three of the songs that you chose were really high-pitched singers. Did you know that? Did you realize that? High-pitched The singers? Bee Gees? Yeah, the Bee Gees are this and she Rod Stewart, way up yeah, there. Yeah, that's true. And then this well, one. Well, they were all questions, I can't so... sing any of these songs. Know, Is that why you picked oh, them? Oh, no, I can tell. <laughs> no, I picked but them I'm because they're questions. The old college try, though, Lisa. You know what? I'm going to do some more questions next week. I'll try to get some lower pitches for you. isn't she lovely? Yeah, they are high. Made from love. It's a very romantic song, too. Not-
not your style. And this is Lionel Richie, right? No, it's not. Who Isn't is she lovely? Wait, no, wait, hang on. It's not Lionel Richie? Yeah, you know what? That sounds like a song that he would sing, but it's not. Um, is this, uh, let's see, let me think who this is. You know him. Uh, you like him. I don't think it was Lionel Richie. It's not. Um, who I is wonder it? if he sings this song. Stevie Wonder? It is. Okay, Stevie Wonder. You know, it's weird. I can picture Lionel Richie yeah. singing this um, song, though. I, I think he, he has does. sang it before. Let me look. Isn't she lovely? Yeah. All right, so um, anyway. You know what? Lionel Richie does sing this song. Yeah. Um, he sang this song. So that's probably why we're both yeah. thinking, but this is the Stevie Wonder version. All right, well, thanks, Lisa. Great job, Carl. Wow. Applause, applause. If I didn't have arthritis in my shoulder. You'd pat yourself on the back. I would pat myself on the back. Glad you got some applause. All right, thanks, Lisa. <laughs> when we come back, it's John Steele Adventurer. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. We have a uh, a broadcast now called John Steele Adventurer. We've aired a couple of these, not too many. It aired for a long time over Mutual, 1949 until 1956. And it was produced in New York. It starred Don Douglas as John Steele. He was a roving adventurer and thrill seeker. He held various jobs in exotic locales. He was like a special agent in Turkey one week. He was a ship's captain the next week. He was a country sheriff. And then he was the co-host of Hollywood 360 the next week. Um, There was supporting casts that included the best actors from the East Coast, like John Larkin, Jack Edwards, uh, Bryna Rayburn. Each week, the story, this was was interesting, each week the story was narrated by the person that Steele helped out of a jam. So, um, you know, it was a different person telling the story each week. And at the end of each story, Steele would comment, a life of adventure is yours for the asking, but don't look for it. It may find you happy hunting. Huh? Uh. All right. So uh, we have an episode for you now from June 20th, 1950. This is called Shadow on the Snow, and it stars Don Douglas. Here's part one of John Steele, Adventurer.
Take one man who made a bargain with himself. Add the soft voice of a woman and a windswept mountain. That's our story, Shadow on the Snow, taken from the files of John Steele, adventurer. This is John Steele. We're back again to bring you another story of suspense and action. So sit back, relax if you can, and listen. This week's tale takes us to the towering peaks of the Swiss Alps, where a good friend of mine lived. A story of very strange mood. But before I start telling it myself, suppose we turn the meeting over to Johnny Martin. He's the fellow who lived it, and here he is to tell it. Johnny? Well, where do you begin a story like mine? I don't know... Maybe I should go back to the war when I first came to Switzerland on leave. Rehabilitation leave, I think they called it. I remember how hungry I was for the sight of a city that wasn't gutted by bombs and for the smile of a people who hadn't known fear or want. And I remember how I hated going back to the army and all that that meant. I promised myself that someday I'd come back to Switzerland, and I did. Yeah, that's where I'll start it. I came back to Switzerland and I found Vrainy. Vrainy with her strong hands and her clear eyes. We met, fell in love, and were married all in a couple of months. We rented a small chalet high in the hills outside Zermatt. During the summers, I'd help my friend Franz pull the tourists up and down the peaks around us. During the winters, we ran a little shop in the village that Vrainy's father had left it. And that went on for three or four years, and we were happy. Finally, you've gotten up. Oh, I can't get this thing started. You're half asleep. Yeah, I guess so. I will do it. Go wash your face and comb your hair. Mm. Why are you been so early? I've been down to the village and back before you even get your eyes open. Well, what's all the excitement? Nothing. Well, there must be something up. If I wait for you to go to the post office, it will be noon. Oh, any mail? Nothing important. Uh, you see, you could have waited till noon to find that out. <laughs> How's that coffee coming? It will be ready. Go say good morning to the mountain. Oh, what a day. I saw Franz in the village. Oh? How was the old mountain goat? He has some more tourists for tomorrow. Americans? No. Oh, okay. He wants you to help him. Sure. He wants you to meet him at the inn. Are you listening, Johnny? Hmm? Oh, sure, I'm listening. What is the matter? Nothing. Nothing, honey. You had such a sad look in your eyes. Me? Ah. You were thinking of your country? Mm -mm, no, I was admiring our mountain. Oh. Isn't that a beauty? Hmm. Someday we're going to climb that. Just you and me. Franz would laugh at you. Oh, uh, we will. Wait and see. All right, we will. We will conquer the Weisshorn all alone. You bet. <gasps> the coffee. <laughs> I hope it's not too strong. No, 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 no. When you are finished... I have a surprise for you. I knew you were up to something. Go on. Drink. Okay. There. Now, what's the surprise? In a moment. There. Hmm? It's the Victoria from Bern. So what? Open it up. <laughs> okay. Why all the mystery? It is always two or three weeks old by the time it reaches us, but... Franey. 
Do you like... Why? I, I sent them in months ago. Why did you do it? I thought it would please you. Well, you shouldn't have. But... You think I want my picture plastered all over Europe? I'm sorry. You shouldn't have done this. What well, Tom... You shouldn't have done it, that's all. The first time you've been angry with me. Oh, I'm sorry. The magazine said, send in your pictures. I know. You look so funny with the Edelweiss in your hand. Please, Brainy, I said I was sorry. It's all right, Johnny. I will not do it again. I felt like I'd broken a child's toy. Well, nothing else was said about it, and in two or three weeks, the incident was forgotten. But I couldn't forget the hurt look in Brainy's eyes. And then one day, we were out climbing the lower face of Weisshorn. It was late afternoon, and down in the valley, we could see the farmers slowly leading their flocks back to the barns. The village and all the world seemed very far away. Clean me up, Johnny. Yeah, you're no tourist. What? I said, do your own climbing. All right, I will. Okay, okay, hang on. No, no, please. I will do it myself. Go ahead. <laughs> see? <laughs> oh, you too. Shall we rest? Yeah, sure, come on, sit down. <sighs> Oh, it is beautiful. Yeah. Hey, what's that? What? That blue flower. I do not know its name. It's a new one. I never saw it before. Must be new, because Herr Martin never saw it before. What is it, Johnny? Hmm? What? The sad look again. No. Comes more often oh, now. It's nothing, honey. It... Just looks like a flower that you. What? Nothing. What is it like in your country, Johnny? Oh, I don't know. Kind of big and noisy. Got growing pains. What is this? <laughs> well, it feels like it's got to show off or something. It isn't all bad, though. Do you have mountains like the Weisshorn? Oh, yeah, sure. Except most of them have super highways right over the top. I don't think I would like that. No, I don't guess you would. Are you happy here, Johnny? Huh? Yes, sure. I am happy. I love you. Yes, I know. Well, we should be getting back. I do not want to go. Why? I'm afraid. Oh, now stop that. I wish we could live on our mountain forever. Sure. We could live on Edelweiss. You must not joke. Oh, I'm sorry, darling. Come on. Hello! 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 What was that? I do not know. Johnny! 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 He's calling us. But there he is, down on the slope. Yeah, it's Franz. Yes. Franz! Franz!
He sees us. Now watch your step. Yes. Are you down yet? Yeah. All right, I'll be right with you. Okay, come on, honey. What is it, Franz? We must go down to the village. Why? Last night, last night on the Weisshorn, an airplane crashed. An airplane? Yeah. Oh, we must get help to them. Yeah, there are no other guides. We must hurry. Our supplies are in the village. I will come too. Yeah, Franny, we will need your help. Hurry, Johnny. Yeah. Sure. down to the village, Fran told us all he knew about the wrecked plane. It was a small single-engine ship was carrying two men when it crashed into the Weisshorn. As soon as we'd picked up our equipment, we started back up the glacier. Franz led the way, sounding with his ice axe as he went, and by 10 o'clock we were over the frozen ice field. We pitched camp on a rocky ledge at the foot of the mountain, and Brainy cooked our beans over the humming Primus stove. After supper, we crawled into the tent to sleep. Within a few minutes, Franz was breathing heavily. I lay there with my eyes open, thinking of the flyers, wondering if they were alive. Finally, I got up and crawled quietly out of the tent. I lit a cigarette and looked up at the stars. The stars always seem nearer when you're on a mountain. It is quiet. Uh, uh. Did I frighten you? Oh, I didn't hear you coming. You cannot sleep either. No. Tomorrow night we will sleep. Yeah, I suppose so. Something is troubling you, Johnny? No, no, no. You are thinking about tomorrow's climb? Maybe. It will be hard work, but we will do it. Of course. I was thinking about the flyers. If they are alive, we will get to them in time. Yeah, I suppose so. Granny... Do you hear anything? What? I don't know. You can't tell whether it's the wind. I hear it. What is it? The wind. High in the mountain. Almost like a song. Hold me close, Johnny. Oh, what is it, honey? Just hold me close. Yeah. The wind is blowing. Oh, did we wake you up, Franz? Sleep is always hard the first night on a mountain. Where is this wind coming from? The north. Oh, that's bad. It is hard to say. Maybe it will blow away. Maybe not. We will let that take care of itself. You think we'll be in time, Franz? This time of year, I think yes. But come, we have much work tomorrow. Yeah. One needs strength to climb the Weisshorn. Yeah. Come on, Brenny. Yes, Johnny. Oh, I'm tired now. Go ahead, Brenny. It is always first the ladies. Franz, come here a minute. Yes, Johnny. Do you hear anything? Yes, Johnny. It's the wind, isn't it? Some say it is just the wind. In the valley, it is said the Weisshorn sings only when there's death on the mountain. Come. We must get sleep. Yeah. Yeah.
We're listening to John Steele with an E at the end, S-T-E-E-L-E, Adventurer, Shadow of the Snow, starring Don Douglas. We'll get back to it in, uh, let me see, not too long. I mean, pretty, pretty quick. Very soon. So stick around. <laughs> If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Lone Ranger, The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, and Suspense, become a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, you'll receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows, along with historical liner notes. The 10 shows will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. You'll also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Lisa Wolf and I co-host. In total, you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month. Become a Classic Radio Club member at ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535 to speak to a live operator. Log on to ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535. That's 815-900-7535. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. Hey, Mike, want to know how evil Lisa is? How evil. She took video of me while I was singing those songs, and then she sent them to me, and I watched them. <laughs> it's not evil. It's just eye-opening, maybe. Yeah. Evil eye-opening. <laughs> no. You know what? I'll show them to you, I'm Mike. a terrible singer, Mike. I'm a terrible singer. Okay. I've got to stop singing. I'm taking your word for it. I, I <laughs> oh, mean, Mike, you've heard this it. Was like, this was like raw me singing, you know, with no music underneath because it was a video. <laughs> Uh, and um, and not only do I look bad, <laughs> look really bad in the video, but I sound even worse than I look. Nobody's fighting with you, Carl. <laughs> it's like, oh, Lisa, that was eye-opening. Let I me know. tell you, that was, that was like shockingly well, so eye-opening. Maybe I did it for the listeners so they don't I mean, have to hear. You know, when I'm anymore. when I'm singing, no, no, it's it doesn't really sound fun. so bad. You know, to myself, okay? But then when she showed me this video, it was like raw. It was like raw. Should I post no, it on no, our don't. Facebook? Please don't post okay. it. Please. So Please. are we never going to hear you sing again? Is that no, what I will. Until next week. I will continue to sing. Yeah, that's Please part of our charm. Please those videos, though, Lisa. Uh, I'll show them to Mike first, and then I will. Um, yeah, Mike, you'll get a kick out of it. <laughs> good. I need a good laugh. <sighs> the stark reality of what you really are. And not, you know, like in my you know mind, what? I'm thinking like, okay, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not You know bad. what? Not you're bad. allowed to think you're not You bad. know what it is? It's okay. It's because you're not in your own bathroom singing like in yeah, the shower. I need I'm the acoustics. sure in the shower you sound phenomenal. I do. I need the- Are uh, you sure, Mike? I do, yes. Are you positive? I don't that? know. The guy needs support <laughs> from someone right now. It's not like we're at the health club together, you know, showering. And I mean, you wouldn't know for certain now, would shower. you? <laughs> I'm playing with a, a ducky and cleaning old time radio exactly. when I'm in the bathtub. That's so, true. Uh, you know, it's not a joint effort Lisa, now, is please it? Please delete those <laughs> no. videos. I sent them to you, please, Carl. <laughs> please delete those. Okay. All right, we're listening to Shadow on the Snow on John Steele Adventurer. Here's the conclusion. Next morning, the wind had died down and the mountain above us was shrouded in a heavy mist and everything we touched was wet. It was impossible to scale the rock face above us, so we walked around to the west wall. At last, Franz stopped and pointed up to the cliff. 
The first hundred or feet or so fell off at a slight angle, and there seemed to be enough cracks and handholds to make it climbable. So we roped up Franz first, then Vrainy, then myself, and Franz started up the wall. It's a lonesome business, this climbing a mountain. Sometimes you pull yourself up to a ledge and find the others resting, but most of the time they've gone on and you're alone. You hear them shouting above you and the rope wriggles and twists up into the mist and you know they're there, but they seem in another world. Your own world is the gray rock wall pressed against your face and the thousands of feet of air beneath you. Well, by four that afternoon, we were nearing the top. The last 30 feet had been hard work. The wall became almost vertical. My arms ached and my clothes were wet with sweat and I heard Brainy's voice right above me. There's a handhold a little to the left. Oh, I got it. Now I can reach you. No, I'm okay. Give me your hand. Yeah. Now. Uh, oh, thanks. How do you feel? Oh, I'm winded. It will not be long. Uh, where's Franz? Right up there. Huh? Uh-oh. Franz thinks he can get around it. Oh, but that shoulder sticks out right above us. He will do it. How does it look, Franz? It will go. Well, now, be careful. Yeah, yeah. He has not moved for five minutes. Come on down, Franz. Let me try. It will go. Can you reach that crack to your right? I will try. That's it. Now, another couple of inches. Be careful. Shift your weight to your right foot. Yeah. Franz! Hang on! Oh. Oh, he stopped. Yes. Franz, you all right? Yeah. Well, come on down. Now. I'll try it. It will go. Well, okay, but take your time. He's too old. Yes, he's too stubborn. That's it. That's a foothold to your left. Yeah, yeah. Make him stop, Johnny. I can't, Brenny. Now, can you reach that crack? Moment, bitte. He's going to jump. No! Oh, he made it. Now he will be all right. I can't see him. He's on top of the shoulder. You okay, Franz? Franz! I am on the terrace. Come, Granny. Oh, it's your turn, honey. Yes, Johnny. Now, don't worry. He can pull you up now. I know. I'll see you in a couple of minutes. Yes. Coming, Franz. That's it, honey. Now kick away from the wall. That's right. Cheers up, Johnny. You come. Right. Yeah. Five feet more. Yeah. So, we have done it. Are you okay, honey? Yes, Johnny. Well, let's get going then, huh? When you are ready. No, no, I'm all right now. Good. Come. It is cold, no? Well, it's just that you're not working so hard. Put on another sweater, Franny. It will pass. I do not like this. What, Franz? The wind last night, today the fog. This is not good. No? Always before the storm on the mountain comes the fog. Oh. Franz. Yeah? I thought I saw something in the mist up ahead. Where? There. There it is again. Come on. Yeah, yeah, it's the plane. Come on. What a mess. Yeah. Now, you better wait here, Granny, huh? Yes, Johnny. Huh. Lucky it didn't burn. Yeah. All right, give me a hand. Yeah. Sir. 
That's got it. Come on. Wait. There's one of them. To leave a court. He's dead. Probably better for him. The mountain will sing no more. No. Wait a minute. I thought there were supposed to be two. What's the matter? Here is one of them. Look, let me see. Well, I'll turn him over. What is it, Johnny? Huh? It looks so strange. It's nothing. This one is alive. You know him? No. No. <laughs> We buried the dead flyer there on the terrace and then pitched camp. Rainey took care of the injured man as best she could. Franz said there were no broken bones and that he was probably suffering from shock and exposure. Well, during the night, the storm broke. By morning, the terrace was covered with two feet of snow. There was nothing to do but wait it out and hope that our supplies would last. We sat there in the half-light of the tent with the unconscious flyer lying between us. Nobody talked much. Is anyone hungry? Nine, Dunker. Johnny? No, thanks, Rainey. Why don't you rest, Hans? Did he? You've been working the kinks down to that rope for an hour. On a mountain, Johnny, one never rests. What do you think? It is a bad storm. The worst this year. It may blow three days. It may stop tonight. One never knows. Yeah. It will be very hard going down, but it gives our flyer time to get strength. It all balances out. Yeah. So, now I go brush the snow off the things. I don't stay long. Brainy. Yes, Johnny? Are you cold? A little. Come over here next to me. Yes. Ah, better? Yes, Johnny. What's the matter? Why? You've been so quiet. I do not know. Well, what is it? There is something wrong. I do not know. What? You? You're hiding something. No, I... Rainy... The flyer. Yeah. Lift up his head. Yeah, all right. Give him some water. Rainy, I wanted to... Water? Yeah. His eyes are opening... Johnny. Hello, Johnny. You're all right, Mr. Steele. Just take it easy. Yeah. Yeah. He's out again. Oh, Brainy. Don't cry, Brainy. What? It is nothing. I was going to tell you. You see... During the war, I had a pretty rough time of it. No more than anyone else, I guess, but bad enough. And when I came home, well, it wasn't what I'd expected. I don't know what I thought it would be like, but it just wasn't right. Lots of guys got up and made speeches about the boys and things, but nobody really knew what it had been like. How could they? 
Yeah, that's right. Only I didn't know that then. It seemed like everyone just patted you on the back and said, nice going, fella. And then went right back to being what they were before the war. Making the same mistakes. Nobody had learned anything. And then when things started to look bad in Europe, well, I just said, this is crazy. I don't want any part of this. And I ran away. I didn't tell anyone where I was going. I just ran. And now you want to go back? I don't know, Raymond. See, I didn't figure on you. Now I don't ever want to leave you. Hold me tight, Rennie. Yes, Johnny. Yes, Johnny. The storm raged for two days and our supplies were getting dangerously low. And on the afternoon of the second day, steel started coughing and by night he was burning with fever. Anybody who's ever been on a mountain can recognize pneumonia. Franz said we had to go down the next day, storm or no storm. On the third day, it stopped snowing, but the wind continued to blow bitter and cold. We roped up and started on the cliff and lowering each other 30 or 40 feet at a time, we were at the bottom by noon. We'd gone maybe a third of the way down the glacier when we came to a savage gash in the ice. We dropped our packs and walked along the lip of the crevasse looking for a way over. Does not go. Well, it has to. See for yourself. But it must be. The crevasse stretches all the way to the up walls. Yeah. Well. I do not know. Well, we can't stay here. I know. Steel is sick. He needs. Go- Johnny. Yeah, Rene. Well. Quickly. What's the matter? Look. Huh? Bridge of snow. Let's clean across the crevasse. Yeah, yeah. Will it hold us fast? I do not know. It has to. Perhaps if there is ice underneath. Well, all we have to do is get a rope across. We will see. No, Franz. Bitte. I will go. You? Yes, I will go. No! You're too heavy, Franz, and you too, Johnny. If it will hold any of us, it will hold me. No, Brainy. Brainy is right. I'm not going to let... If you go, I go, and the bridge falls. That is our last chance. Where's the rope, Franz? Here, Brainy. No, Brainy. We will live till help comes, Johnny. But Herr Steele... All right, all right. Tie that rope tight. Yes. And if we tell you to come back, now you come back. Yes, Johnny. So, we are ready. Now, remember. Wish me luck. Yeah. Go slowly, Briney. Use your ice axe. That's it before each step. She is a brave father. We shouldn't have let her go. She will be all right. France, call her back. It will go. Briney! No, Johnny. Be careful. She's halfway. Yeah. If it was going to fall, it would have by now. It was holding. If we ever get out of here... She's sleeping. Briney! Caught herself. Five feet more. Oh, please. Slowly, Briney. Three. Slowly. She's over. See, Johnny, it was nothing. We tied the packs to the rope and sent them over first. Because Franz was lighter, we decided that he'd go next. Briney tied the rope around her waist and braced her feet in the snow, and Franz seized it in his hands, and I saw him swing out over the crevasse. The rope danced and swayed under his weight, but slowly, hand over hand, he worked his way across, kicking his feet as he went. When he was over, he took the rope from Brainy and tied it around his chest. Then I lashed steel to the line, and very carefully, Franz pulled him across the crevasse. Then it was my turn. I knotted the rope around my chest and passed it between my legs. Then I stepped to the edge, took a deep breath, and leapt out into space. I shoved my hands and knees out in front of me to break the shock as I hit the fireside, and the wall was rushing up at me. My body turned, and my head crashed against the ice. 
I seemed to be slipping down into soft darkness when the sharp pain of the rope around my chest snapped me back to consciousness. I was being pulled upward in long, regular thrusts, my body grating against the blue ice wall as I went. And then I heard Brainy. She was leaning far out over the edge, stretching her arms down to reach me and saying my name. I heard Franz calling her, telling her to get back. My own voice tried to rise in my throat, but the rope was cutting my chest and I couldn't breathe. Then our hands touched and she smiled and said my name again. Then I saw the snow under her tremble start to crumble. Then she was falling. I'm going to bring you up, Johnny. No. It is best, I know. Let me down. Yeah, Johnny. Brady. 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 It is no use, Johnny. I can't find it. Now let me down. More. Let me down. There is no more hope. Brady. Johnny, I must bring you up. No. Brady. Brady. Mr. Steele. I'm glad you came. Sit down. No, thanks. I uh, haven't had a chance Please. to... Please. I understand. How you feeling? They're taking good care of me here. Doc says I'll be out in a couple of weeks. Oh, fine. Then I suppose I'll be flying home. Yeah. What are you going to do, Johnny? I don't know. I guess it's too soon to decide, huh? Yeah, I guess. You know, it wasn't coincidence I was in that plane that crashed. No? A friend of mine saw your picture in a magazine. Sent it to me. Oh. Mother and Dad asked me to come over and talk to you. They said I had more influence with you than either of them did. I thought maybe you'd like to go home with me. No. It's up to you. I'm staying here. Still running away. Uh, you wouldn't understand. Maybe I would. Your dad told me what was on your mind. No. Why don't you do something about it? What can one guy do? Nothing. If he runs away. There are plenty of people who feel like you do, Johnny. Must be some way to make that known. Yes, and I thought there was a chance. You'll never find out over here. Why don't you drop in again and we'll talk some more. Okay. See you, Johnny. Maybe. Johnny. Hmm? Oh. Hello, Franz. I've been waiting for you. They found Vrainy this morning. Vrainy? I told them to bury her on the mountain. I thought you would want that. She said she wished we could live on the Weisshorn forever. Yeah. Take care of her for me, will you, Franz? You are leaving. I guess so. Yeah. This I have always known. Someday, Johnny would go home.
The title, Shadow on the Snow. The story of a man who had to climb a mountain to find himself. For next week, friends, we won't be with you. But be sure to listen in two weeks from now. Until then, this is John Steele saying goodbye and good hunting. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. That broadcasting system was very cooperative with everyone, you know. It was very mutual. It was mutual. very mutual. Mm-hmm. Very mutual, um, you know, no... A lot of respect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, no drama. Very mutual. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, that was John Steele, Adventurer, June 20th, 1950, Shadow on the Snow, starring Don Douglas. Hope you enjoyed that. Did you, Lisa? I did, Carl. Okay, good. All right, so it's time for this month in music history, the year 1970, right? Right, and this is our final song from the year 1970. I'm not going to sing. <laughs> I'm going to refrain from singing. Nah, come on, that's part of your charm. We all love it. Ooh, child. Get easier. Ooh, child, get brighter. Really catchy. Someday, yeah, put it together and we'll get it undone. Someday, when you hit it much lighter. So, this is called Ooh, Child, recorded by the Five Stair Steps. The Five Stair Steps? It was formed in Chicago in 1965. Yeah. And the song was featured in the 2014 film Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Sure. Did you see it? Yes. Guardians of the Galaxy. Very good movie. Ooh, child. Ooh, child. <laughs> still cracking in the voice. That's all right. It's all right. Your voice is still changing. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm maturing, you know. I'm, <laughs> yes, you are. I haven't quite no, gotten you out have of not. puberty yet, you know. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> all right. More of Hollywood 360 after this short break. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. Next week, it's Suspense, Big Town, Gunsmoke, The Life of Riley, and Philo Vance Detective. Be sure to visit our official website, Hollywood360radio.com. For my co-host, Lisa Wolf, our executive producer, Mike Costella, my crabby brother, Vince Amari, This is Carl Amari saying stay safe out there, be healthy, and thanks for listening. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.